Hello and welcome to For Real Life Pod. My name is Sharon. I am a super Bluey fan. And I'm Tori, a total Bluey newbie, watching the episodes for the very first time. And together we're reviewing and recapping the many adventures of the Healer family. Let's dive in. Hello everyone and welcome to Season 2, Episode 32, Midnight. Yay! <laughs> How are you doing, Tori? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm very good. Very good. Okay, so today we are talking about Midnight. Before we get into the episode and I get your reaction to it, let's play our favorite game, which is guess the Disney Plus synopsis. So if you were working at Disney Plus and you were trying to be super concise and yet still describe this episode, how would you do it? I tried to keep it very straightforward. I went with Australian vernacular and I went with listing the names because that's how they tend to do it. So I have Bandit, Bluey, and Bingo take out the bins. <gasps> okay. Bluey, Bingo, and Dad Oh, always take out the bins. Oh my God, I'm so close. You are really, really I considered close. putting the word garbage in there, but then I was like, no, no that's an American thing. No. I took out, I had taken out garbage. I didn't, I don't know when they use dad and when they use bandit. That is when I'm still working on figuring yeah. out the key to that. But okay. awesome, proud of myself. So on the website, the official Bluey website, this is episode 41 and it's Bluey, Bingo, and Dad always take out the bins, period. So they lifted that. Oh my gosh, they just stole it basically. And it says, over a few weeks, Bingo tells dad about a new kid at kindy who is mean to her and mom offers some good advice. So they did a straight up, they did a straight up lift on this one. That's so funny. They just like straight up copied it. All right. So what did you think about Midnight? I thought this was super interesting and I think I love it. I think I have to watch it a few more times because... You know me, I have a million logistics questions um, about the bins and the colors of the bins and how often they're taken out and all of those things. But putting all of the logistics aside, um, we know I love all the different storytelling techniques within Bluey. So I really appreciated this different approach. And like, rather than doing the story about the friends from the school perspective, doing it from this, I just thought was super clever. So I love that. Yeah, I like that they quantified on the Bluey TV website that it's over a few weeks. Yes, I that was my biggest question. That was one of my biggest is questions. The time lapse was like, that? how often is this? Is this more than once a week? Like, is this an Australian culture thing? Because in the U.S., they only pick up once a week. Although I have a friend who lives in my same town, and she gets picked up twice a week. We get picked up twice a week. You do? Yeah. Today, this morning was bin day. I guess you could call it. Yeah. So we get picked up twice. And they do recycling and garbage both times. No, they only do recycling every two weeks. Oh, weird. Okay. Yeah. I just get once a week, and it's always both. No, ours is twice a week, but then. The recycling is every other week. That's so... And do they do the big pickup where you can just put anything you want out there in a big pile? I haven't tried. Okay. So for us, every Monday morning is like big pickup where like a giant truck comes through and we'll take anything. So you can put like a table, a chair, a mattress, whatever. And people put it out on Sunday because they're anticipating because they come by like 5 a.m. on Monday. So then people with trucks drive through Sunday evening to, like, shop for trash, basically. 
So if you put stuff out on your curb on Sunday, it will get picked up by random people who are like shopping or whatever. But then if nobody picks it up because they're just taking your stuff, the giant truck picks it up on Monday morning. Yay! Thanks, Finland! Come on, let's get to school. That's nice. But they don't pick up your garbage cans. They just pick up big junk stuff. We've only ever put out palm fronds and stuff like that and have gotten nasty notes saying that they need to be inside of trash bags or your bundle can only be four by four by one. It has to be neatly tied with a very specific type of twine. Um, I have not tried putting a refrigerator out there yet though. So. Oh yeah. I've put out furniture and stuff, but people normally grab it before like the bin gets it. The big garbage truck gets it. They have been auditing our recycling lately. Do they give you Interesting. notes? No. Oh yeah. They have this like little form and they circle what you did right and wrong. And then they oh. say, if you do this again, we're not picking up your garbage. Oh. Oh yeah. Okay. It's a new thing where they audit to make sure because people don't. Recycle correctly. No, they definitely don't. See, this is why this episode of Bluey works because talking about the garbage is fascinating. <laughs> We've just been talking about garbage for probably oh three my God. minutes and we haven't even gotten into it. And I could keep going, but we'll, we'll, okay. we'll get into the episode. Okay. Well, let's get into the episode first and then we can talk more garbage later. Amazing. Okay, bye. So let's get into the episode. It begins with Bandit and the girls. They're walking out the bins. And Bandit, of course, is being, you know, Bandit. So he's giving them voices, which is making the girls laugh. There's a red bin, which is a bit feisty and decides to scream for spring rolls, which is a callback to takeout. Oh, I didn't catch that. That makes so much sense. And then we also have a yellow bin, which is more chill and gets the cardboard. So that's the recycling bin. So we have red bin for food and then yellow bin for recycling. They move the bins out to the street for collection, something that we find out that they do weekly. And Bluey is in a karate outfit. We learned that there's also a new kid in Bingo's class named Banjo. Which is a funny name. It's kind, of a fu- it's kind of like a funny dog name. Yeah. 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 So there's a lot happening in this initial scene. We also then meet their neighbor, Doreen. Yeah. I thought for like a half a second it was going to be Wendy just because it was like a neighbor and she was like the same coloration. But then as soon as she spoke, I was like, oh, yay, a new friend, a new neighbor. Yes. This is on the other side of the street. So Wendy, if you're looking oh, it's out of the cul-de-sac, house, so it's, it's kind of hard. Yeah. But so if you're looking out the front of the healer's house, mm-hmm. Wendy is on the right side of the cul-de-sac, and then we have Doreen, who is over on the left side. Yay, new friend. Yeah. Doreen also comments on how full the healer's bins are, and that Mr. Crow is sure to be coming in the morning. Yeah, I didn't know what that meant. <laughs> You didn't? No, I'm like, who's Mr. Crow? What is happening? Oh. And then when she showed, when the crow shows up, I was like, oh, okay, because like eating the food, like it made yes. sense later. When she said it, I was like, huh? Yeah, I mean, it, it's pretty short. She goes, okay, hi, okay, and then everybody says good night, and then we get the title card. So the next morning, you see Mr. Crow sitting on the healer's bins, and Bluey has her recorder and blows in it very loudly at the crow to scare it away. Oh my god, I hate recorders. I'm just, I'm just gonna, they're, they're, hate's a strong word, but they're, they're quite possibly the most annoying 
thing <laughs> that a child could ever bring home. So Chili doesn't mind though. She is actually sitting on the step with Bingo, waiting for the bin man to come, and she encourages Bingo to play with the new kid at kindy because as Chili says, it can be very hard to be the new kid. So true. So true. Hi, Doreen. Hi. Ooh, your bin's full. Mr. Crow will be coming tomorrow. Yeah, Mr. Crow. Night, girls. Night, bins. The bin man shows up and empties the bins, and they all call out, thanks, bin man, and they give him a wave. He then gives them a honk back, and Bluey decides that she'd like to be a bin lady when she grows up, which respectable job there. Next, cut to what I assume is the following week, and it's been night yet again. Bluey says hi to the moon, which I think is so cute. And actually, it's a for real life moment with me and my son. We always say hi to the moon. Like, hi, moon. So I'll cute. I'll be like, Hunter, have you seen the moon? And he'll say, hi, moon. Yeah, it's adorable. Bandit is pretending like he's the red bin and he's asking where the chill yellow bin is at. And Bluey says that it's not yellow bin's turn, which makes red bin sad. And you can also see their breath. Did you notice that? Oh, because it was chilly? Because it was cold out. Nice. Mm-hmm. So they must have a pickup schedule a little bit more like my pickup schedule, which is that the yellow bin doesn't always go out. With the red bin. Yeah, and I felt like there was definitely logic that they were using because like some nights she had her karate outfit on, Bluey, and then sometimes she didn't. So it, yeah, maybe it's like twice a week like you, they do pick up so that it's like, Monday night she has karate, but then like Wednesday night she doesn't or something like that. <laughs> there was clearly logic going on, which caused more questions for me. <laughs> Who needs that logic anyway? Bandit then asks Bingo about Kindy again, and she replies that it was bad because Banjo called her and everyone else a bobo head. And then we see Doreen again, who comments about how full the bin is because of the Barbie that they must have had that weekend. And everybody heads back inside, like a barbecue. So cute. Very cute. Love the backstory. Love the backstory. The next morning, Bluey chases Mr. Crow away with her recorder again, as Chili suggests to Bingo that she tell their teacher, Miss Retriever, when someone calls her a name. Yeah, so this is like a new teacher? No. Because the other teacher that we've met was for Bluey's class, not Bingo's class? Yes. Got it. Mrs. Retriever. I was like, this is, is a new name. I don't know this teacher. <laughs> Mr. Retriever is Bingo's teacher, not Louie's teacher. Okay. Louie's teacher, do you remember her name? Um, Calypso. Yes. Yay. Good job. Okay. So Bluey decides that she'd like to be a scarecrow when she grows up this time. They then thank the bin man and head to school. Cut scene. It's the next bin night, and Bingo's saying that Kindy is both good and bad. This time, Banjo called her a bobo head, but she told Miss Retriever, to with, to which Miss Retriever asks Bingo if she was a bobo head. Bingo says no, and says, well, there you go. It's <laughs> like expert parenting life advice. Oh, so and so called me a name. Well, are you such and such? No. All right. There you go. Like who, Problem who, solves. Problem solved. Like, who cares? Does not matter. Does not matter. 
The girls then helped Doreen move her very full bin. And did you catch why her bin was so full? Mahjong. Yeah. I love I figured it. you'd probably catch it. I love time. the backstories. Yes. I know. It's so good. And Louie promises to keep the bin safe, which we see in the next scene, because she does a surprise recorder attack on Mr. Crow. Cut scene. It is now red bin only night, and we get another kindy update. This time, when called a bobo head by Banjo, Bingo stands up for herself telling him that she is not a bobo head. This, as Bingo informs us, caused Banjo to run away and throw his hat in the water fountain, a.k.a. the bubbler. So, okay, good times. This time we don't see Doreen, but Bluey does ask Bandit if there are aliens on the moon. Good question. <laughs> I mean, valid, valid yeah. point. Maybe not the moon, but somewhere out there, right? Yeah. The next morning, we see Chili, Bingo, and Bluey sitting on the porch waiting for the bin man. Bluey is practicing her recorder, which has gotten much better. And she asks if she can be an astronaut when she grows up. Because kids do that. They just revolve through what they want to do. We hear honk from the bin man, and then we're on to the next bin night. This time, it's raining, which causes Bluey to run inside. Because as we know from the Chunky Chimp episode movies uh-huh she doesn't like thunder oh that's right remember she asked if there was gonna be any thunder if there was gonna be a storm yeah, she doesn't yeah. like storms so final week of bin night bluey has progressed to her yellow belt in karate did you notice that? i did not notice the yes. progression see this answered my question of like how much time is passing by yep. so i knew they were being deliberate but i was not picking up all the clues yes also, at this point, Bingo has become friends with Banjo after he got a taste of his own medicine. And then Bandit and Doreen question which bin night it is. Bluey luckily has the answer from her moon observations. She tells Doreen tells her that she should be a scientist, and Bluey agrees. She can make a robot to take the bins out, and Bandit replies that he hopes not. Because, you know, obviously he enjoys his bin night with the girls. And that's the end of the episode. Like, it's very so quick because you have all those cut scenes. Yeah. It's just like little vignettes. And they do this sometimes. Yeah. Where they do like the little things. But it's it still feels like a super full story. Yeah. I had no idea on the Bluey storyline. I didn't realize until I heard you telling it back that the whole thing was about what she was going to be when she grew up. Like, I noticed like once that she did it, but I didn't realize that it was like a progression over the time of her I totally, that went away over my head. Totally missed it. I was more focused on the banjo story the and story figuring out how many days were going by and how much time had passed. <laughs> That's where I was focused. Well, there was a lot going on. Yeah. You know, in the episode and stuff. And she got better on the recorder. Because if you watch it back, you can definitely tell that it's, it sounds better. It's still a recorder. Yeah. Recorders are awful, but it sounds better for sure. Mom, can I be an astronaut when I grow up? If you like. Great. I don't really have any fun facts. I mean, they, they kept saying, you know, they did fun stuff in the episode where Bluey mentioned about, oh, well, this bin goes out on this night when the moon's this mm -hmm. full. Although it does take 28 days to go through a moon cycle. So the moon yeah. does a full cycle in 28 days. 
So I don't know how much that syncs up with like every yeah. seven days. Cause I, well, I guess if it went through a full cycle, I'd have to go back and look and see what the moon was the very first time versus the last time because they had about four or five different midnights. Yeah, it felt like a stretch to me, but I feel like they were being so deliberate that I'm sure they had, like, it, I'm sure it works out. Yes. Yeah. Like, if they went there, they had it figured out. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. I did think the colors were interesting. So the red was the garbage, but the yellow was the recycle. What is it for you? Because I complain about mine all the time. We have green for our normal, and then it's blue for the recycle. Does that make absolutely no sense to anyone else but me? I have had these garbage cans for six years, and I am still stumped and mystified that green is not recycle. Why is green not recycle? I get it wrong all the time because to me, green's recycle. Yes. But it's not. Green's not recycle. Green, green is garbage. Green, yeah. green is garbage. GG. Green is garbage. Oh, I guess so. Yeah. To me, green means recycling. Like, it's green. Going green. Recycling is green. Yes. So confusing to me. Um, but I like how theirs were just different tops on the bins. Yeah, that was cool. Versus ours, which are whole garbage cans. Yeah. The only other topic I have on garbage cans is, do you get your trash can cleans? No, but I was... Okay, so we have talked about this before, obviously quite a bit off the air. I was going to ask you off the air if if you knew if they were over in this area. I have never seen them in my subdivision. Okay, so in our area, there is a company called Clean Cans, and they have this amazing truck that they pick up your trash cans and they clean your trash can. I literally made fun of people who did this for a super long time because I was like, how lazy are you that you can't just take your trash can and like spray it out with a hose? So I would take my trash can when it got kind of funky into the backyard and spray it out. But honestly, I only did that like once a year. My trash cans got super gross. So I looked up finally how much it costs. It's like $15 for them to come clean your can. It is wonderful. So I fully admit I used to make fun of people who did this and now I do it, but I absolutely love it. And um, my dad even posted on social media when he was visiting me, because I guess they don't have them in their area where they live in California. And so when our cans came out, people will like go out and watch them do it because it's kind of cool to see how the yeah. trash can. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah it's really interesting. It's really it. interesting. And kids love it. So my dad took a photo of it. And then there were the little boy across the street who's like a toddler will like come out and watch. And so he posted on social media about how like it's the big activity of the of the neighborhood is to watch the trash cans get cleaned. Maybe your dad needs to start one. Or start right a franchise out there. Seriously. I need to. I do need to look in and see if they actually have it where we are because I haven't seen them in the neighborhood. And I the other day I opened up one of our trash cans. I was like, "What happened in here? Everything's in bags. Everything is inside yeah. of a bag, and yet it still is so gross." I highly recommend it. And I swear, as much as I clean it out or hose it down, they still smell so gross. I don't know. I recommend it, especially because we keep our trash cans in our garage. So then we have oh. to deal with that. It's See, so, we don't. Ours are so over on the it. side. We're able to put it on the side. I can't imagine having it in my garage. And I'm sure they would come here because it's one of those things where if you see someone do it, it gets more customers. Yeah. So yeah. I'm a proponent of it. I think you should try. I will definitely have to look into that then. I loved it when um, Bingo was like, I think they probably asked her, like, how was Kindy? And she was like, good, no wait, bad. Yeah. That was made me legit laugh out loud because I feel like, I don't know, you know how you just naturally go, oh, fine, oh, good. 
So she yes. just like went with her natural like answer, and I was like, oh no, wait, it was bad. I don't know why. I just thought that was so was funny. I know. I liked all the bobo head stuff. That was probably mine. Any other? Okay, I mean, we've talked so many garbage for a life moments. Do you have any moments with recorders or any other, or your children wanting to proclaiming their love for being a specific <laughs> type of job and then changing it five minutes later? Um. Yeah, I mean, what they want to be when they grow up, you know, always shifts and changes or whatever. I mean, mine changed until I think I got my first job. Yeah, I was in college and I was like, I'm getting a degree in this and I don't even know what I want to do with it. So, yeah, there's no shame at all in switching or no. being in, inconsistent mm-hmm. or indecisive. Um, as far as the recorder goes, um, yeah, so we do like music camp like over the summer. It's one of the camps they do. And so they get a recorder and they learn how to play it and do a recital and it sounds amazing in the recital, but of course, when they come home, it's just like making noise on it. But Charlie will like randomly ask for it. And I'm always like, I don't know where it is. <laughs> Do I know where it is? Maybe. Am I going to look for it? No. <laughs> but she does like, I think when she sees it in shows like this, when she yes. sees something that reminds her of it, then she asks for it. But I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not digging out the recorder for you. Not happening. Mine has not really shown a ton of interest in music. Yeah. So I'm, I, I'm totally fine with that. I mean, he's good with like banging on drums and things like that, but he hasn't been like, oh, he likes pick. Sorry, that was me just knocking something over. He likes to pick up guitars, but uh, doesn't have the wherewithal to like stay with it. So he just kind of picks it up, strums it, and like moves on. So, yeah. so far, not musical, but it's not a recorder. So when that day comes, I'll. Buy some earplugs. All right. Any other thoughts on midnight? No, I feel like we covered it. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. Come back next week when we talk about season two, episode 33, ice cream. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to like us, leave a review, share us with a friend, And of course, subscribe so that you get the newest content as soon as it drops. You can also follow us on Instagram at forreallife.pod, that's F-O-R-R-E-A-L-L-I-F-E period P-O-D, or you can send us emails, love notes, comments, suggestions to our Gmail account, which is for real life, period pod at gmail.com. Have a great day. <laughs>